0: Hello and welcome to Frost Media. This is the Music of the Year show, and joining me, as always, are Invader Sam, Nazara Nation, and JMOG, and I'm Mr Monday. Hello. Hello, Mr Monday. Hello.
1: How are we
0: Hello. all? I wanna walk. Ah. Doo-doo-doo. <laughs> uh, how are we
1: yeah, all doing?
0: Great. Fucking pandemic. Ah, oh, classic yeah. pandemic bants. Still going on, isn't it? Still going on. Yeah, Still yeah but, to but, but in a way, in a way.
1: April, April we'll be all. we we'll start to be positive again. I hope. I'm, I'm positive. I'm, I'm positively dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> uh now
0: in a way we should thank it for for bringing us all back together again you know full full time you know rocking it rocking it every month
1: yep. yeah yeah i agree i agree i think yeah without the podcast i don't think i would have got i don't think i would have been as positive as i have been so
0: yeah we've uh, we're all in this together mm-hmm. right guys
2: Oh yeah. Uh, what was you? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> did, no. did we put a warning on the front of this podcast
1: saying it's going to be like a theatrical it's, it's a piece a as we do our reviews? <laughs> yeah, it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We have a, a ten-minute number coming up soon with dance routines and everything.
0: Yeah, it's all sorts. It's all. Woo! <laughs> 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 Sunday afternoon. <laughs> I've got so much energy because I woke up like literally an hour ago. So, uh, <laughs> oh, limey, rocking out.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I usually have a bit that I've written for the for after after we've talked a little while, but I don't actually have that this time, unfortunately.
1: Oh, I, d- I thought I you not. were going to say you usually have a bit that you've written at the start of the podcast. I was about to say, yeah, it shows. Jmo's
0: <laughs> <laughs> J- 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 always putting me down. Always put it down my hard work. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: just, yeah, I always just look for the comedy moments. Yeah. That's it. That's why I mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, Sam, how are you? You've not spoken much. Hello.
3: Oh yeah, I just I just woke up too, like not long ago. So that's allowed.
0: So. That is allowed because you're like it's like, like nine thirty. In the 30. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I usually not- am awake much earlier than this, and I woke up and saw it was fifteen minutes to nine, and I was like. <gasps>
4: Will Will, Will woke up, saw it was 15 minutes to 3 and thought, nah, stay in
0: bed.
2: That's fair.
0: fair, I was debating in my mind, I was like, hmm, could just delay it again, couldn't I? (laughs) Oh my god. When it's dark. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, today we're talking about music. The music that has pushed us through the last year so that we're here bright-faced and shiny-eyed in 2021. Ah, welcome to Frost Media.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what an That's a well, masterpiece. You
4: don't have to stick around, you know. Doesn't matter that much. <laughs>
0: No.
1: I I mean I could go first. I do have quite a list. <laughs> so um but I have Yeah, Listeners I warn, Will. Uh, See you Yeah. <laughs> <But I> did, <laughs> guys,
3: I did, get ready. <laughs> I,
1: I know. Geez, I did do a warning to Will in the message last night saying I could quite easily do well, more than a top 10, I could do a top 20 of albums, and I but told I've managed him, to narrow...
0: I, I said to him, you've got 5 JMO. Five!
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> before I go into this, I'm going to do some honourable mentions quickly, just from the albums. So, as I say, I, with my top five as well, what I've done is, because I've listened to so much music in the lockdown and that, I, I've... Basically, the albums that I listen to the most are pretty much in my top five. So as much as there's a lot of albums I've... Sorry. The excitement has lost taken over him.
0: The excitement is <laughs> Sorry, literally... I, know. I just I love <laughs> <just, I laughs>
1: songs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've lost my voice. <laughs> the songs, the albums that I've put in the top five are the ones I've listened to the most. But that other albums I've listened to and I've really enjoyed. So <laughs> stuff like Run the Jewels, Run the Jewels 4, I think is a great album, but I haven't listened to it enough. Obviously, Pearl Jam's Gigaton I really liked. I love Nothing But Nothing But Thieves' album. I also, obviously, I've mentioned Bush and I've mentioned the Quantinas album as well. And there was also Corey Taylor's solo album is amazing, but I've only listened to that about four times, but the tracks I've listened to from it, I really, really love. Um, As I say, there's a lot of stuff that I've listened to and enjoyed and thought, oh, that's good. But the albums that were in my top five are the ones that I really, really love. And I've listened to most over Mm -hmm. this um, past lockdown so see jmo just quickly sorry i'm so sorry jmo just quickly so you're different i think from most of us
0: in that i know for me at least i don't really listen to albums anymore uh like i listen to kind of playlists and songs you know specifically so i think it's interesting to be interesting to listen to yeah yeah
1: but that's good i think that's because as well because of how music is nowadays there's just so many ways to consume music now um So hence, it doesn't matter whether it's songs or albums. It's what it's the stuff that you enjoy that really sort Mm. of hits you there, Mm -hmm. which really gives you that feeling and sense of positivity. It gives you a a relief from life. It's music's escapism. So, right. So I'll go into my top five because I could be talking about this for ages. (laughs) So at number five... Deftones, O-H-M-S. So, Deftones, Sam probably knows of the Deftones um, because they're an American band. They have been around for ages. They sort of came around in the um, new metal era. They're very, they're different to most of the bands that are around them, though, in that they, they've they been described a little bit like the radio head of the metal world. Um, but they're quite, they're quite, they're quite a cool street kids type of band as well. So they're not, um, what's the word? They're not into themselves like some metal bands can be. They're quite down to earth. I mean, Chino Moreno, the lead singer and obviously lead vocalist and main songwriter, is a very intelligent guy. And whenever you see him interviewed, he always comes across really well. Um, this album, I think it's their eighth or ninth album. Um, I can't remember now, but it came out in September and at the moment I heard it, I was completely drawn into it. What it does, it's got this amazing feel of a wall of sound to it. So Deftones themselves have these amazing moments where they're quite aggressive but they're also very calm at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you've got these layers. So you've got this wall of sound layered with the aggression, but also there's a calmness to the music, a real beauty. And of all the Deftone albums, probably since White Pony, which is their standout album, this is the one that I think is just solidifies their legacy as a band. I think they're a really important metal band, and I think Deftone's OHMS is probably the best thing they've done, certainly since White Pony. Um, There's some amazing tracks on it. Just all of the tracks, they have this dark sense of feel to them, but then once they open out, there's, there's so much melody, but there's also an aggression within the songs, and there's just so much on this album that just if you've got it's better heard with a headset with headphones on than it is coming through the speakers as well Mm -hmm. so which is strange for a metal album because you kind of want it through the speakers but when it's through your headphones you really get sucked into the world that they've created within the album and i just love the sense of scale of it um it's not a long album either it's only about 40 minutes long which again for a metal album is uh, is think, a lot is a short one in time I think, on. I
0: think shorter albums are definitely becoming more prevalent though as well i think um yeah. in the world of streaming you know it's kind of more about these small these little bursts of music rather than the big long like hour and a half albums that, that you were be used to get in some cases
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I, I totally agree i think now people are, bands are managing to work out they can do what they need to do within 3 minute songs whereas before if a band wanted to add more production on a, onto an album they'd draw out a song for 10 minutes or so um you know and some of those songs don't have the same impact on them as maybe a shorter 3 4 minutes but then the lyrics are much sharper and it's a much more focused songs on some of the cases mm-hmm. so um yeah i don't know if anyone's listened to deftones or hms i'm sort of it's a little bit on the um differing side but I <laughs> a little know bit different fantastic yeah. very different very good but they 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 have a, deftones have a legacy and i think like i say this album seals it just how good they are um <laughs> Next, number four, a, a British band who are based in L.A., The Struts, Strange Days. So, this album, The Struts themselves are like, a little bit like Smith, a little bit like the Rolling Stones. The lead singer, Luke, is a massive fan of Freddie Mercury and Queen, and so he's quite flamboyant. So, this album, I think they recorded it for It took them two weeks to make when lockdown started and they recorded it in two weeks, which is pretty incredible. And that's writing the songs as well. And so so the first track, they've got loads of people, they've got loads of friends and people that know the band on the songs as well, on the album. So they've got quite a few famous um artists on the album as well to collaborate with the first track on the album features Robbie Williams but don't let that <laughs> put you off because it's that's a great song rude box. Um, shake your rude box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, thankfully this song's way better the song on the album's way better than that um they did this song called strange days which is the same name as the album and if you if you listen to it it's all about what It was written in the pandemic, and it's almost like a ballady, um, very typical of what a band like Aerosmith or, say, Bon Jovi would do. Mm. Um, But it has a little bit more of a heart heart to it. Um, Not that Aerosmith and Bon Jovi don't, but it's, (laughs) it's something about it which just makes it stand out a little bit more. I mean, if you see the video, god the lead singer luke he wants to be steven tyler in the video it is (laughs) you know and he's even dressed he looks like him but the actual album itself the whole way through this album it's just a great radio rock album it's very 80s in its sound of the rock that it's doing there's a few songs which have a few nods to the rolling stones There's even like a nod to Primal Scream and that in their sound. Um, It's just a really good, positive, upbeat, party rock album. And like I say, the the first song, Strange Days, is just such a great, great song to echo what we're all going through at the moment during this pandemic in terms of lockdown and what's going on out there and just trying to keep positive. Um, Really, really good, fun album. Nothing... Nothing more, nothing less. It's just a really good, fun album. Um, yeah, so that's number three. Biffy Clyro, A Celebration of Endings. So, Biffy, I'm a huge, huge fan of. Um, and they've been around for a long time now. This Seems album... Like forever they've been it around. It does. They, it does. Yeah, hmm. and they, they've made... <laughs> I'm not about me <laughs> no. <laughs> it does <No>. it really <laughs> fucking does oh, God. <laughs> no. I don't think that matters because I think the thing is with bands if they've been around a long time whether you like their songs or not mm. it means they've got staying power mm. there's something about them that keeps them there even when people don't like their stuff they're still there the fact that people know could probably know one or two of their songs, even if they don't like them. That says a lot about the band yeah. themselves. Yeah. Um, so, a celebration of endings is probably their most focused album. Certainly, when I first listened to it, I sort of took a step back and thought, "Wow, this is really because Biffy's albums they they've they're always seem very constant, but there's always yeah. a little bit of filler. They they love to try and push the envelope, but then there's some stuff that you think their albums are maybe need to be sure to buy a couple of tracks. Uh, maybe,
4: um, a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. maybe a handful.
1: Yeah. 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 And like you said, they do have this habit of doing songs that just go on and mm-hmm. on and on. It's funny to not-
4: say that because for me, um, I was a big fan of Biffy. Um, and I think the last album that I listened to was, only revolutions
1: oh yes that was 2011
4: so that's a long time ago and i and i i I don't know i i feel like they didn't change enough like i felt like i was listening to the same stuff you know
1: Hmm. yeah so i don't know if they
4: have since then because obviously that was a long time ago
1: well the thing is with Biffy, they've got a lot more mature they still have that sound where they they're very unconventional in how they're their sound is with the guitars as well but the thing about this album is it's an album that it's basically there's a lot of reflective songs on this album but they're not slow songs Mm. it's reflective so it's all about it's all about being stuck in places and not being able to move on but then obviously when you break free then obviously things move on and you can look back on the past of where things were so It there's a lot of songs that are talking about things that happen to them. There's a lot of songs about depression, but they don't. They're not morbid songs about depression. They're they're upbeat songs about pushing forward and breaking through. Um, The main, I think the main single tiny little tiny indoor fireworks, for instance, that's all about the actual name of the song is pretty much all about ideas going off in your head. Mm. And then obviously having doubts, but then putting those doubts to the side. And it's a very radio, like pop Rocky type song, but there's a lot more going on within it. The more you listen to the song. And that's the great thing about this album. There's a lot more going on inside the songs besides obviously the, the silver coated um, beginnings to them. Um, And just Just when you think the album can't get any better, you get to the end, you listen through it, and there's some really epic songs, but they're not long, long epic. There's a track at the end, which is probably, in my mind, one of the best things Biffy has ever done. It's a track called Cop Syrup, and it's funny we're talking about long songs, because this song, it's six minutes long, but it has two parts to it it's almost like a muse track it's almost like knights of sidonia so the first two minutes the songs basically you know is basically a scream fest where there's a punky guitars screaming fuck you fuck everybody (laughs) and then the chorus goes scream everybody scream everybody scream because it's about talking about your mind when you're you're in different areas but then after the first two and a half minutes all of a sudden it breaks into this beautiful four minute orchestral strings it's almost like um like you're walking over mountains and fields and coming back down again and this goes on for four minutes and you're in this full sense of security because the the song breaks down again for the last minute and then it goes, scream everybody, scream everybody, fuck everybody, and then just goes <laughs> woo and ends. And it is the most ridiculous piece, but brilliant <laughs> piece of music. Yeah. Because yeah. you have you have two, and it's talking about the mind. It's how the mind gets raveled up in things, and then when you figure something out, you get this calm emotion where you're going through. It's almost like going through waves as well, and then at the end you hit another obstacle and then in the back of your mind you're panicking you're screaming and then yeah and it's depicting the, the mind it is such a amazing piece of music and i think in terms of you said about have like biffy changed their style or move forward a track like this once you listen to it once, you don't really want to go back and listen to Biffy how they used to be. You want Biffy to do more of it. You yeah. know, it really pushes the envelope. And it's for that reason it's in my in my top five, because there's nothing like this song, barring my, what's my number one album, there's nothing like this song on the albums that I've been listening to this year. And I think because of that song, it sort of moved the biffy al- album up higher and i've listened to the album a lot more because of that if if that makes sense yeah definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. i think i don't know if, if you guys do you guys listen to albums and then there's that one song that yeah
4: 100 percent just... like there's sometimes God. i'll listen to an album and i'll be like yeah that was okay and then i'll get to that big song whether it be one of the big singles or whether it just be a big song like what you're just talking about something that's really different and it does I think it does make you want to then go back and appreciate the rest of the album a lot more i i I do get exactly where you're coming from with with that for sure uh
0: i don't i think i don't really listen to albums anymore as i've said uh, ah i'm gonna get crucified for this by loads of people i'm sure but I, i i think i find a lot of music from like playlists and i know i realized that it's really like obviously there needs to be a change in the way that spotify and apple music pay their pay artists and things because Mm. you know i could listen to selena gomez but my the money that i that that should go to selena gomez goes to like you know i don't know ollie Murs or someone because of the way that spotify pays their artists yeah Uh, and that's obviously not okay but i think unfortunately because most of my music is consumed through streaming that I kind of just find these specific tracks and I've always you know even when I was you know younger I I wouldn't listen to a whole album because there'd be a lot of songs that I just didn't care about Mm. (laughs) on the album so I think um it's just an evolution of the way I I kind of enjoy music
1: but that's fine. I think that's good. I think, I think music could has, I think music is flexible and I think it should be consumed in different ways. Mm. And that's how you find things that you've never discovered before. That's the greatest part of music. It's so easy to find stuff that you've never heard before. Whereas before you would have to go into a record store, buy the album. And I love buying albums, by the way, all of my top five, I've gone and bought these CDs as well as listening to albums. So if I like albums, I will buy the CDs and I will play them like on the stereo in here or in my car, because I still like to consume music that way. But music's flex- flexible. Mm. It's um, you know, It should be consumed in a manner of ways because it can be so random and so beautiful at the same time. And it needs to be like that to move forward. But I, I agree with the payment of things. You know, when you come to Spotify and how they pay the artists, it should be if something's from the artist, it should be given back to that artist at the end of the day. So, um, yeah, right. Just quickly, because obviously I don't want to get s- stuck in. T- so, <laughs> my number two, my number two album, and this album is I think is phenomenal. It almost made number one, but the number one album. Is number one for a reason. So, Doves have been away since 2009. They did have a have a um, great hits album out in 2011. But for anyone that doesn't know who Doves are, Doves are like this amazing Manchester band who started back in the 90s as a like an indie acid house dance techno group called um, Sub Sub. But then obviously. Their record studio burned down as they were making an album and they had to scrap everything and restart again. So they came back as a band called Doves and Doves in terms of how they are they're Manchester. They're from Manchester. They, they have a very North, Northern England charm about them, but they still have that Northern England music sensibility about them. Say like a band like Elbow, They're very similar to Elbow. And the thing is with, I think Doves, if they hadn't have taken the break, they probably would have been as big as Elbow are now, Mm. but taking the break, they've actually come back and they've put together probably their most consistent and brilliant album, certainly since the last broadcast. Um, So, it's a very euphoric album it's a, so the album i will talk about sorry, is called the universal want um and in terms of what doves do and it's on this album again to, like the deftones they create a wall of sound but it's got a lush sensibility about it and there's obviously sort of like a um there's they use although it sounds very indie rock it's very calm in indie rock and there's a lot of layers to take off within each of the songs. But then they've got this hook for they know how to write really good um, pop songs. And this album is probably the best thing they've done since last broadcast. There's euphoric moments, there's calm moments, there's twisted moments, there's a song which is a song on the album called Cathedrals on the Mind. Which is basically a tribute to David Bowie, and it comes from obviously they used to. I think they met David Bowie when they were. I think they were supporting him or something um, when they were touring back in the when they started off. Um, but obviously the song is a is almost like a tribute to David Bowie, and it's a very. What's the word? It's a very psychedelic song, but it doesn't go too psychedelic that you can't mm. follow it. It doesn't get lost in itself. And I think that's the problem with some psychedelica and stuff. Um, I think this is a phenomenal album. There's some great singles on it. There's a great song called Broken Eyes, which is typical Dove's pop sensibility. And there's also another great song called um, Carousels, which actually opens the album, which uses drum loops and some of their techno, some of their skills that they used from the sub-sub days. You can hear with the sound that they've created um the songs are really good and yeah i've listened to it loads it's probably one of my most listened to albums this year i just love it and i love doves and i love the fact that they can create albums that are a little bit different but they still have that very indie sensibility about them
4: Mm. i remember uh whenever whenever you mentioned doves it just reminds me of I just had to look it up because I was sure it was them. They did Black and White Town, didn't they?
1: Oh, that song's amazing. That
4: just reminds me of, like, when I was younger, just playing FIFA. It was, like, one of those (laughs) games that
1: was...
4: (laughs) One of those uh, songs that's... uh... (laughs) (laughs) It was just on, like, like FIFA 04 or something. It just reminded me of that.
1: But that's the thing. They can make these great pop songs, but then they have a little bit of... They have layers where they can take it back and really make you think about the song that you're listening to. And obviously this album, again, it's a short album. It's not a long album. And you know, you could say some of their previous albums have been a little bit over long in running time. And I think this is only about thirty five minutes long. It's not that well, long. Short. Yeah, that's short yeah. for a album. So really good. And it certainly puts as much as I like Elbow, it puts a lot of Elbow stuff into the shade a little bit and it's nice to have doves making music again really is yeah so here we go number one album number one and i've already spoken about this album once but i just i listen to it all the time and the reason i listen to it all the time is because it is different it's done something that Not many albums have been brave enough to do for a long time. Um, The album is Creeper, Sex, Death and the Infinite Void. And yeah, I've spoken a lot about this album a couple of podcasts ago. How far back was it? I think it was October time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this album is fantastic. I really do. I love the fact that it's telling a story and it's quite a dark it's a dark love story i really like that i like the fact that it goes into like glam rock style i love the fact that you the characters within the story actually come to the come to the fold within the songs i really like that and i just like the the whole feel of the album and the fact is as well every single track on the album even the little spoken word bits it's all very coherent and every track could be a single like, and it wouldn't sound out of place, even though the themes within each of the songs can be quite dark, but every one of the tracks, there's not a bad song on it at all. And for the runtime and like I say, it tells it's, it's quite theatrical and I love that. And I don't think there's enough albums that I was brave enough to almost do an abstract theatrical album i don't think there's many bands that would do that and i just love it and i yeah that's why it's my number one i can't get past how good it is
0: i also enjoy the album although i've not listened to all of it again i've listened to certain yeah. songs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's songs that's fine that's
3: actually popped up on one of my playlists and it's a song i listen to all the time now napalm girls i love that song
1: oh that's amazing yeah that's towards the end of the album that's a really really good track that's a yeah
3: awesome. i love it
1: yeah my See, favorite I
3: probably like be annabelle oh yeah
1: yeah annabelle's, good. <laughs> well, annabelle's really good yeah <laughs> i like um i really like poisoned heart because it's it starts off like um an old-fashioned like country song like a, almost like a roy Orbison song and you think it's like, or Nick Cave. And then all of a sudden, the hook and the chorus of it is just phenomenal. And then you get carried away with the song. It just takes you with it on its story. It's brilliant. Oh, I'm it, glad to hear <coughs> you guys have listened to it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I've,
0: I've heard some of it live. I heard Annabelle live, which is probably why I like that yeah. one the most. Yeah. But uh,
3: yeah,
0: it's it the good band. I, I, really, I, really enjoy, I really I like listening to the certain songs that I have on my playlist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I need to listen to the rest of it. But it just There's popped up top. and I was like, I remember JMO talking about this band, this album. <laughs>
1: it covers, and also the last thing as well, Creeper seemed to cover the age divide really well hmm. in that they've got a fan base which is wide within the age range, which shows how, how clever they've been with what they're doing. Because a lot of the bands that I've spoken about in my top five you could uh, you could probably sense uh, you know you could label a certain age group would listen to them more whereas creeper and yeah. especially this album it can spread across the age groups and that's why it's just a phenomenal <laughs> album as well <laughs>
0: Yeah, when I went to see Baby Metal and they were supporting, there was a bloke there in full—he was about eighty—in full military, uh, you know, uh, uh, parade uniform. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're right, J-Mo, You're right. He was—he was well That's for amazing. it. That's amazing. I think
1: was Jesus. That is. So, did the Queen know that Prince Philip was out?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, lovely. So, what's the song that you're playing, JMO? Um.
1: Well, I suppose it should be off the Creeper album because it's my number one album, and I know we've played Creeper before. Oh, actually, no. You know what? Let's go back. Let's let's do this, let's right? Do it. Because it's so poignant, and because it it sort of goes with how the year's been progressing. But it's a very positive song in the same way. Let's do the Struts and Strange Days.
0: Let's All right, do it. Take it, it away, J-mo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they're all going to be covers now because we when, when, when he said you've got to play it <laughs> We meant it Off you go
1: When you stumble and fall Get
3: yourself off the ground Play your favourite song And sing it aloud. Take a deep breath And in time you'll begin
1: To smile Listen to the wind that's the sweetest of sounds Smiling at the stranger on the underground Every little thing that you do goes a long, long way
2: But we don't talk about it But isn't it good to be down here alive Something money could never Strange.
0: bit of um contrast in between ben and james because they're they're similar in ways in in the the that i don't (laughs) don't like either of their music (laughs) (laughs) classic um i'm going to talk more about um uh, i think certain songs uh for mine um obviously there have been you know big comebacks and then i did buy two physical albums this year um which was rare by selena gomez and uh, the album by blackpink so I, I also still buy physical media, albeit it has to have an incentive for me. <laughs> so it needs to have like a signed card or uh, lots of posters and things. you know. Uh, and that's the great thing about K-pop albums is that they don't really just release a CD. They'll always release like a big box of, of, of things to go with the CD. Love it. Uh yeah and usually there's about five different versions of the same album just in case you didn't you didn't want to spend enough money you can just spend a little bit more and get all the different versions of the of the album. I think there was five different versions of Blackpink's album that you could that you could buy. But anyway, I'm not going to talk about that because I've spoken about both of those artists already in length. And we all know I love Selena Gomez so there's no need to go into it. Although the Rare, Rare was a fantastic album. Probably one of her best. And like, you know, when I first started listening to Selena Gomez, she was a bit of a meme artist, I guess. But uh, as 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 she's released different albums, she really can sing, and it's really genuinely great. <laughs> okay. So uh, yeah, her new album Rare was excellent, and I listened to all of it. And there's probably not a bad song on it. Good times. Good times. Um, and I'm looking now at like my uh, my top songs of 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 2020. Obviously, Bug Snacks is uh, is high up in that list. Fuck's sake. What a banger of a song, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> is is that your version? Is that um... I was going to say? Is that the original <laughs> or your version? Yeah, I've just
0: been listening to my version though, on, on, on the <laughs> <laughs> Uh Another album that uh, kind of hit the top of my list uh, this year was the uh, Eurovision Story of Fire Saga album. Uh, from the netflix movie "Coolin with the homies was actually my most played song of last year (laughs) so uh yeah that's a great one but i've also listened to some some artists that are in my they're in my sphere i guess of like something you might think i would listen to but that i've never really listened to before um so clean bandit uh they had a song called TikTok this year and it's 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 really good it's a really good kind of like a catchy song it's with mabel and 24k golden um but it is a really good I've song heard it. yeah yeah clean bandit yeah,
1: i heard it yeah
0: it's uh it's pretty pretty good i think it's one of the most popular songs of the year so i'm not gonna get too, too into it um miley cyrus had a song called midnight sky which i really liked um it was kind of very 80s kind of uh, 80s vibe to it and she can really sing as well like i, I like the, a lot of the like i don't know hannah montana back in the day, but she really has a, a very unique voice, I think, Miley Cyrus, uh, that, that uh, kind of not, uh, not many artists have, and it's very kind of uh, unique to listen to. And I don't like a lot of her old kind of like, you know, I don't know, what was that phase she went through, kind of like the, the big kind of cocaine phase, I would say, like... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, of course. The, the phases, yeah. There's a there's a gradual phase. There's, don't forget the co- the coke phase, you
0: know. <laughs> but she's a bit more mellow. I mean, in a way, she still kind of looks like she'd be quite sticky if you touched her. But she's a bit oh. more mellow now. Oh my oh, yeah. god.
3: That's <laughs> like your favorite thing to say about about women that you think look. <laughs> he says the same thing about Christina Aguilera. She just looks like she'd be sticky if you touched her. <laughs>
0: Do you not think, like. No! <laughs>
1: which phase is that? Is that the. Which phase is that? Well, know? for
0: Christina Aguilera, it's that one where she's in the boxing ring, you know? She just looks like.
1: Oh, fighter! Hmm. Yeah, that I'm was like... the Coke stage for her as yeah. well. <laughs>
0: Lawsuits incoming. Sticky. <laughs> sticky with what? I don't know. Like just, just touching, they'd be like. Mm. He's, he's, what would come? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you trying to say? Just, I'm just, just like you know, like <laughs> sticky. Sticky just, with what? I don't know. Like when you get soda on your arm, you know, you get you're a bit sticky. So <laughs> <drenched in laughs> you, you know. <laughs> you're like, you are something else. <laughs> this, this podcast Absolutely is gonna get shut down, I think. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, Midnight well, Skies is really good
1: <laughs> Would be a great topic for audio fire, <laughs>
2: Artists
1: that look
0: just sticky. Just you think <laughs> sticky. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe you don't understand what I'm saying. Like they just. They're t- no, no, because no one has the same brain as you. <laughs> no. <laughs> God. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Beautiful mind. <laughs> so yeah, um, Kylie Minogue, Cake. Kylie Minogue was it? Kylie Minogue? Where is where is it? Yeah, Kylie Minogue had a really good song this year that came out as well called "Say Something," which is a, which is, it was in a similar kind of '80s vibe. Yeah. Um, I think I think that kind of era kind of style of music has definitely made a bit of a comeback last year.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, yeah. and that, and that was that was a, that was a really uh, that was a really great song. I like Kylie. I, I do
1: really like Kylie. I'll
4: always, I don't, always I don't, have it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's got. Yeah. She's the past like 10 years i think she's actually made better music than she's ever done before and i don't know whether that's because she's obviously grown and her music has become more mature to a certain level but she knows how to make good pop songs and she's very consistent with that
0: it's very easy to listen to yeah 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 no really good really I, I definitely like youtube i found a lot of music via youtube this year i don't know if it's just because i was listening to more music on youtube so different things kind of popped up on my homepage there but uh the miley cyrus and then the kylie minogue definitely found kind of on youtube there when i was listening to like other other music it just kind of autoplayed to the next one and so
1: so uh... just on that yeah what what level of sticky is kylie
0: she looks like she'd be <laughs> quite dry doesn't she she'd, she'd be she'd be you know fairly normal sticky? <laughs> <laughs> Oh like God. God!
2: You are the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, I'm sorry. I am not a mis- misogynist no, or anything like that. No, no, AIO. not at all. Do- <laughs> of course not. Not at all. Oh
3: dear. You ready for your YouTube crew to go down the drain? <laughs> I know. Drain.
0: I'm about to get cancelled, aren't I? Jesus. <laughs> Did it go up
2: the drain? I mean.
0: <laughs> 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 I can't oh, believe dear. that Ben, you my biggest fan, would say that about me. The time yes, really they have against me I'm yeah. now. This is true. <laughs> another 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 album that I did listen to was Hertz's new album from this year, and uh, Her- Hertz. <laughs> what?
4: I didn't realise they had a new album.
0: Yeah, and they're always very orchestral, very kind of um, big sounding music, you know, very kind of big, sweeping yeah. kind of uh, emotional, depressive kind of music. Um, but they had some really good songs on the new album. Like Voices was a really good song, and um, Redemption was kind of really powerful. And I, I don't know, man, they, they, they just put on a show. Even even in their in their videos, you can just imagine them on stage being all like sul- sultry and you know very you know oh we've got so many emotions inside of us. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was a really good album, and I really enjoyed it
4: be fair i, I say that i didn't realize i mean the last album i listened to was exile and that was like what 10 years ago <laughs>
0: yeah so like, wow ben you just kind of like put music down and just never come back to it don't you, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, obviously a big a big kind of um uh music music wise this year was obviously k-pop for me so i listened to a lot of blackpink uh and esper had their debut song this year called black mamba i think i played it last time last podcast or last time we did a normal one, and uh, that's that was, that's really good. Uh, and another big um, kind of weeby thing for, for me this year was VTubers. Now, if you don't know what they are, they're like... Um, they're, <laughs> they're YouTubers, um, like, that's live stream, but instead of seeing the actual human in in the, in the like, the human face cam, uh, in, instead, you see, like, an, an anime character... But they're 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 kind of face rigged up so that when the person behind the camera moves and moves their mouth, the anime character also moves the mouth and moves the body and face around, right? So it's uh <laughs> it's not as sad as it sounds. What? I swear to God. Yeah, no, I'm sure it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: This is amazing. I, I've never heard of VTubing, so I think I'm gonna have to check that out and see what you're on don't, about. do do it to yourself.
0: Yeah, one of the songs. One of, <laughs> so they, they they obviously play games. Mainly, they're playing. They're gaming YouTubers, but they also sing as well a lot of the time. And uh, and and one of the one of the one of them. One of the new kind of uh, VTubers that launched this year. So there's a big company behind the more popular YouTube VTubers, which is um, called uh, Hollow Live. And they they um, launched English um, VTubers this year that that, that streamed in English because it was mainly in Japanese before. And one of the VTubers, uh, Mori Calliope, she released like a uh, uh, an EP on Spotify. And some of those, the, the songs are just so good. You've got like real bangers and then kind of like slower, sad songs. And it's uh, it's really great. It's really great guys good times
4: the future. music
0: it is the future of music one of the songs is called uh let me uh it's called uh, excuse my rudeness but could you please rest in peace <laughs> it's a pretty good one <laughs> it is it's a proper like bop it's a banger it is it is because they all have like um backstories so Mori calliope is like um the grim reaper's apprentice and one of them is like a seven thousand year old mystical shark um, if you've watched my YouTube videos, I actually have a sticker of that one on my computer case. You may have seen. So. Uh...
4: <laughs> yes. No, that took you a lot longer to plug your YouTube channel. <laughs> <That's the point. laughs> I'm impressed.
1: Yeah, actually, that's that's about 45 that was minutes.
4: reserved. Was
1: yeah, that's yeah. really good. <laughs> you fucking He's doing well. Done.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, dear. And, yeah, just uh, scrolling through, like, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Like, I've, I've listened to more a lot of music from previous years, you know, uh, Hayley Steinfeld, Shania Twain, but I listened to a lot of Shania Twain, uh, <laughs> Hatsune Miku, uh, things like that.
4: Say Shania Twain again.
0: Shania Twain. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that don't... But, Will, that don't impress me much.
1: Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, he's only gone and <laughs> well done it Why <laughs> I <didn't have> <laughs> I'm here all week. Oh, classic
0: <laughs> J-Mo. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, yeah, so uh, mainly it's been playlists and things like that. Pendulum, obviously, Return of Pendulum was huge this year for me as well, uh, which was great. Loved it. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm trying to think of what song to play because I've been, like, thinking about it for ages, but I just uh, I just don't know. Um, what should I play? You know, actually, there's a really good song that Marina from uh, – she used to be called Marina the Diamonds – she, she looked at you mate she did she oh. looked right at me <laughs> when I went to see her live literally right into my eyes guys she saw you she saw, and the <laughs> she saw me she saw me but she just called Marina now <laughs> she's just called Marina now and she put out a really good song uh, called Man's World of this year which is what I'm going to play and it's just it, I don't know she just knows how to write a song to just, just sound good you know It Just sounds good, very impactful lyrics as well. But uh, just
2: here it is. Cheeks are rosy like a bush, a cherub. I'm a strawberry soda. Raise my.
0: do that. Just for you, you, do for you. Just for you. It's me, isn't it? <laughs> it's bloody me. It's bloody it's only it's only bloody you. It's only bloody me. It's always it's come it's come round to this, isn't it? <laughs>
1: it's come round. It's come
0: round to me.
4: <laughs> the moment you've all been waiting for
1: Um sorry, just before you start, what level of sticky are you right now?
4: <laughs> I would say I am quite sticky.
0: Good, good, good. Oh, good. God. I
4: would say that I have taken a dip in some molasses this morning. <laughs> and Now, it's don't make fun covered. of great molasses. i People
0: died in that. <laughs> what did you say? Have you not heard about the great molasses disaster of uh, whatever the year was in New York? It sounds like you haven't well, heard of it, it either. In London or something. I've read about it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Look it up, listeners. Awful, awful track. How do we. Oh,
4: God, molasses. Anyway. <laughs> is it my turn?
0: Yeah. Is it... you're, already... the, you're the one that yes. fucking talk, talk about molasses.
4: <laughs> well,
0: Jayuma asked me how sticky I was. <laughs> well, I
4: mean, oh. there's only really one thing to talk about here, and it's my favourite track of the year, and it's Bug Snacks <laughs> by Will <laughs> <Roy> Litchfield.
0: Um. <laughs> Uh, no, it's Bugslags by Classic. Mr Monday. I think you'll yeah. find. Uh, I'm just,
4: I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring it back round to 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 normality, to some <laughs> to some normal stuff. Okay, so for me, 20, 2020 was very much a year of discovering a lot of new artists. A lot of the like, I've got some albums that that did release this year from albums from artists that I like. But a, a lot of the, the the stuff that i listened to this year was was actually discovering artists i'd never listened to okay. um i really I, i've spoken about this before i really got into synth pop this year synthwave music i've i've it's, it's become quite popular as well in mainstream as well that a lot of a lot of artists are it is very it is that sort of like you were saying before this 80s thing that people are really getting on the back of it's yeah, like definitely. let's let's bring 80s sounds back um so i'm not going to talk about all these uh, artists that i've discovered this year that, that you know they haven't released new music this year but i will just give them a brief mention i discovered you know i've spoken before i i, I discovered churches for the first time this year yeah, and i've willing. and they're i've willing. absolutely just fallen in love with all three of their albums uh since then and i'm really 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 looking forward to their new music in 2021 because i'm sure that they said that they that they will have a new album out this year so I, I'm very excited.
0: It's interested. He's listened to churches 668 times this year.
4: Yeah, I have. It, it's it's <laughs> it's insane. Um,
0: That's huge.
4: Yeah, yeah. I I love all three of those albums. I think every single one is incredible. I absolutely love them. Like I, I you were talking about this earlier, JMO. Like how you got yeah. obsessed with albums. Are you are you like me, where you'll you'll listen to an album and if you love it so much, you will just listen to it non-stop for like a month.
1: Yep, I'm 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 a complete pain in the ass doing yeah. that. I, I pretty much play it everywhere. It's it's on in the house, it's on sorry, in yep. the flat when I'm cooking.
4: Yeah, it's on in exactly the car, the same.
1: it's on at work, everything. When I I'm into an album listen to it.
4: Exactly, I'm the same. when I'm into an album, I'm in. I'm in. I'm like right, I'm dedicating a month, I'm listening to this for a month and then I'm sick of it. Right. And that that was pretty much I, I like towards the end of last year, like October november and december were like the three albums of churches that i just kept listening to and i just did like non-stop um power waves were another band that i really got into
1: yeah i was about to ask you about them because their last album's phenomenal yeah
4: yeah that was fantastic and they, they they are releasing a new album this year as well so i'm very excited to hear their stuff because i was a big fan of my mind makes noises really really great um a japanese house as well as another another artist that i really got into she's kind of quite hard to describe
0: I tried, I tried to listen to this i saw ben listening when i see ben listening to music i i go and check it out because i'm obsessed Yeah, he with does it. and um i couldn't i couldn't get into it i can't no I, no it.
4: this is not your sort of thing mate No, nah, no. Nah. so like like i literally can't describe what it's like but like officially her music is described as a mix of lush dream pop and brooding electronica that's basically a very pretentious way of saying that it's really good so but she 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 did release a new ep uh in 2020 called chewing cotton wool which was really great um a couple of tracks on there that are that were really stand out for me were something has to change and, and dion um but yeah definitely recommend that for anyone looking for lush dream pop and brooding electronica but um yeah but yeah th- th- there were a few more artists that i that i discovered but those were sort of the main three that i that whilst they didn't really you know they weren't mega 2020 artists i i did really get into them last year
0: ben, in ben. terms
4: of artists that did release stuff last year there's only ben. really so yes um in terms of artists that i follow that did release music uh, in 2020 um i've i've spoken before about tame impala's new album uh the slow rush that released way back yeah. in i think it was february um yeah that, at that time that was such a, a a great album to have right at the start of this pandemic you know the, you know the lockdown everything hit in march so i was just sort of getting into the album it came I, i'm sure it came out in february um and it's it's again you know i'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because i talked about it before but it's very chilled out very that psychedelic sort of music very synth orientated um it was something that i could just chuck on while i was stressing about the state of the world and it would sort of relax me you know it's you know uh tracks like one more year was a great way to start off the album borderline that was a really really cool single just on its own but as a whole with the album it's really great and the track called on track was was great as well um the synths were really soothing soothing in that which was, you know over so overall that album really started off my year with a a, a way that was it was it was just nice to have an album that could get me through those days of worry you know that was one of those albums where you put on you think oh, i'm feeling like crap let's just chill out and just listen to this because it's just gonna it's just gonna soothe me sort of thing like that um after hours um by the weekend um was oh an album oh my god yeah that was an album <laughs> um whilst yeah. whilst the whole album isn't necessarily my cup of tea there are there are a lot of tracks on there that i think are really worth mentioning and and actually you know because any anyone who follows music right now is probably sick to death of hearing blinding lights because it probably was
1: <laughs> i think you're right
4: biggest it probably was the biggest song of the year. Oh, banger. Um
1: it like it's, it's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: that. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it, it had, is. Have you heard the cat cover on YouTube? No, I haven't. Oh, classic! <laughs> no, I have to send it to you later.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to see that. Um... <laughs> But I mean, whilst, whilst, yes, I mean, it is literally just used in every, it, is, it got to that stage where it was yeah. so big, it's used in TV, it's on radio all the time. I mean, it is a fantastic track and it is such an, it's, it sort of envelops this love that I personally have when I'm talking about these really heavy, heavy synth songs. and These, 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 yeah. the, this, this, this synth pop that I just love at the moment. It's so great. Um, but the rest of that album Yes, there were some, because obviously The Weeknd, if you know him for his other stuff, he obviously does dip. He's sort of that synth pop, you know, sort of mainstream pop style, but he also raps a bit as well. There's a little bit more of that sort of stuff on the album, which isn't necessarily my thing, but it's still a... I think overall it is a great album. You know, there's songs like Hardest to Love, I think is great. Uh, Scared to Live, In Your Eyes, that was another great one. Save Your Tears, I think, was probably my favourite track other than blinding lights um and actually the the track called after hours was 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 really great as well he was i mean he had an incredible year and i think it was probably just from that one song like he just you know he was around obviously he was quite popular um i think what was it what was the other song that he did oh god that was really big a few years ago it'll come to me any second now the hills the hills um that was another really big track i wasn't as keen on i I do like it but it's not one that i put on repeat whereas blinding lights i need to i I need to stop listening to it now because (laughs) there's other music out
0: there yes it's that fucking
4: oh so good (laughs) anyway 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 um i'm gonna finish (laughs) up by talking about my favorite album of the year and if anybody knows me and, and, and remembers what i was talking about way back at the start of 2020 when um we were we were getting back into into uh, podcasting again you know yeah. and anyone who knows me knows that i'm a huge fan of paramore and hayley williams brought out her solo album petals for armor um i've talked about how much you know i i, I love her voice you know and and it was I was so happy to see her do this solo stuff, because the, you know, anyone who knows the, the band Paramore, they know that they've been through a lot of shit. And basically, this is her. This is her way. This was her way of venting. You know, she said this was her way of basically venting everything to her fans and basically telling just just being able to express all these emotions that she's gone through. Um, and it really shows as well on this. album. it is very, very different. Which is which I love. It's very different to Parabola's normal uh pop feel. It's very she's a lot more reserved. She she refrains for a lot of the album from going to those highs, you know, how she and, and she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't go OTT with how hard she sings. And when she does on the album, it actually really hits a lot more, like when she actually gets up to those Incredible vocal ranges that we know she has from 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 her Paramore work, um, and this was this was an album that initially when I first heard sim when I first heard Simmer, which was the first single that was released and was what I talked about on, on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, not yeah. sure. I was not sure about it.
0: I remember that. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, but it wasn't yeah. It wasn't wasn't what I was used to, and then I started listening to it more and more, and then it really got home like started to get home to me like yeah this is this is what she's going for now i could really get behind this this is a lot more chilled out this is a lot more refrain she's being a lot more emotional she's being a lot more experimental uh with with the pop that she's going for and i love that she did that and and, and another thing i really loved about how she handled the album was the fact that she released it in three weeks you know she didn't just release the album she released those first four or five songs as an ep to start with and again then a few uh, a, a, w- a few weeks later or whatever period it was she then um just the next one the final one. is, um, uh, is
1: jamo sweeping his floor no
4: sorry no, <laughs>
1: oh, sorry it's the washing machine's on behind me sorry <laughs> <I've> got... <laughs>
4: Well, other than Jomo's Washing Machine, I, I really did uh, ah. love how she released this this album, for sure, because it allowed you to spend a lot more time with each of these groups of songs. And it was a really refreshing way to experience an album, because a lot of the time you just chuck on the album, you listen to the whole thing, and, yeah, if there's songs in there you don't like, you'll skip those, and you'll probably just then sort of pick out maybe the the six or seven songs that you like and then skip the ones you don't but when you release it the way that she did it was actually really nice to sit with these four or five songs and the ones that i wasn't sure about you know i was I was like you know well let's just listen to it again because you know i might like it and actually it turns out the way she did it while she came under a little bit of there's there were some people that were annoyed they were like oh why don't you just release the whole thing and it's like bitch if she wants to release it that way just fucking let her you know <laughs> who cares you know she you, you, you know she's doing this for you so just fucking just fucking deal with it and it's and it worked and it worked and I, I think what she was trying to do it came across and the way that the album goes along it really does tell this story um about her her mental health and and everything that they went through and track wise i think you know again simmer was a great track sudden desire which was at the end of that first ep that was a a, a really cool um end to that ep that was really one of those songs that like i said that, where she goes to those those high levels of her vocal range which is really cool dead horse another great uh, single and track on the album a really underrated track on the album i think was sugar on the rim i think i i, I actually it's not one of those uh songs that where you'll go on spotify and it's got like one of the big uh uh you know uh, listen uh numbers next to it it's not got loads of listens from 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 people but i actually really love it i really love all the like the sort of ticking noises in the background and it's really just sort of i don't know what it is it's just a fun it's very poppy it's a lot more like paramore than than the rest of the album but the my favorite track on the album and it is actually my favorite track of the year um whilst blinding lights was incredible um for me personally, the, I, I, I really, really loved the, the final track on, on, on the album, which was Crystal Clear. And this is probably my favourite song of the year. Um, and it's, just a, it's a very simple love song. It is a love song, which it's about falling in love. And she said, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's about falling in love, definitely with an emphasis on the falling. Um, you know, she sings about her fear of falling for somebody When she's been hurt badly in the past and you know i think a lot of us can can relate to that sort of thing you know we're all human beings and it really sort of hits this really nice uh sort of level of like there's this calmness to the song and it's really soothing and i love the way that she incorporated this it was this nice little personal touch that she she added in towards the end of the or the middle of the song i think it is where there's this line might be the end of the song actually where there's this line and it says friends or lovers in the background and it sort of repeats and it's this uh it's actually a a, a extract from a song that her grandfather um it's like her grandfather he used to write lo- love songs for his grandmother and it was like a a song that he never actually um it was a song that he never actually wrote um but it was one of H- uh, Haley's favorite songs that he um, did so she sort of incorporated and it adds this really nice um, this really nice finish to the song and overall this song was so it just it, you know this 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 was one of those songs that I would put on when I was feeling like shit mm-hmm. and I would think you know what this is this is such a fucking great song and I and I, and I absolutely love it and, and a lot of her fans you know it's one of those songs that didn't get a lot of attention from like media and stuff. But the fans all love it because they love all love the story behind it and they love the uh, the idea behind it and and you know there's a lot of stuff about you know people are saying like oh who's it about oh we think we know who it's about <laughs> you know, that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. but I think overall this was a this was my favourite album um, of the year and. It's going to be interesting to see what she does next with Paramore and and what vibe they go for because obviously with um, their last album it was very very 80s pop mm-hmm. um, upbeat but there was there was there was a lot of it was very different and and I've always, I've, we've obviously talked about that before I I I love when bands decide to do something different so it's going to be very interesting to see where yeah. she goes from here with Paramore because this was so different to paramore so now i kind of want something that's different from paramore and what she's done so (laughs) it's going to be interesting it's going to be interesting indeed yeah Mm. but yeah 2020 was
1: well they the nice thing the nice thing with paramore is obviously i hayley williams did actually say that paramore are going to be making more stuff yes so there is that's good it does mean that obviously her solo stuff's it's nice that her solo stuff is as popular as her band stuff because i think you when you talk about hayley williams she's an incredible artist in terms of how she can transfer from being slightly different when she's doing Paramore to how she did solo but then she doesn't she doesn't lose that when she goes back to Paramore yeah so there's like a consistency she can almost separate her solo stuff from her band stuff really well
4: she has an incredible vocal range like like the, the, the the heights that she can get to and the lows like she gets to a lot of really deep lows in this album which really are amazing you know we always talk about how people can really like scream at the top of their voice, but actually being able to lower your voice so low and, and keep it sort of from zoning, you know, like this. You know, I think I haven't yeah. told like, you know, to like this. <laughs> oh, I could be it. <laughs> what, what are they called? The uh, baritone? What, what is it? Those uh,
0: These are baritones?
4: Baritone singers baritones. or whatever. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, baritone totally singers. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, but that's what I like about, I spoke about Chino from Deftones earlier. I like the fact that they can raise it to the scream voice, but then they can come right down But it. Sounds soft. Melodic.
4: Melodic. That is the perfect word for it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was, it was a, like I said, it wasn't a year of loads of new music from, from, from artists that I, that I already listened to. There was obviously just a handful there, but 2020 for me definitely was a year of discovering new artists. And, luckily for me a lot of those new artists that i've discovered are hopefully releasing stuff in 2021 so i am looking forward to that
0: nice so what's your uh, song for the
4: well podcast? i will refrain from playing blinding lights again because i've literally played it on this, <laughs> on this show before so i will uh choose crystal clear by hayley williams
0: nice i called it i've already got it written down <laughs> I've nailed it, I've nailed it, it. absolutely
1: nailed it, Mystic Will is in the house.
0: Come for Sam. I <laughs> thank, <you. Yay! laughs> <Du-du-du-du! All rise. laughs>
3: thank you, thank you, loyal subjects.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I gotta say, I am like wildly unprepared, just it, did it, did it, I, I don't have specific albums, like Will said. Um, I'm really bad about just listening to the same things I've listened to since my teens over and over and over again. And I never get sick of it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this year for me has been, uh, I was never really into pop or anything like that. Not really until I met Will. So my top <laughs> 20 songs is like a mixture of industrial and pop and metal so it's really weird um (laughs) (laughs) so i guess um today i'm going to talk about just some of the songs that i've been listening to just on repeat um sorry i just sneezed a second ago give me a second
4: (sighs) oh god that sounded like you like a bit of cocaine there
3: just give me a second I i know like a Coke addict. My mind. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> like I said. Alright! Here's uh, go now. Let's go! I'm ready! <laughs> 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 my top songs of 2020 is wild. Like, let me tell you. Um, but.
4: Essay Snacks by Will Litchfield.
3: <laughs> ben! Look, it's look, by Mr. Monday! Know, Listen! They're different a characters. You know it. I know it. The whole world knows character. it. It's climbing
1: the charts already.
3: It is. He's going to make millions. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think today I'm going to talk about just some of the industrial bands and songs that I've listened to, because it's a little different. I mean, I don't even know how to categorize some of these bands, because, like, it's kind of like synth pop, like what you said you listened to, Ben, but it's, like, darker, a little more grungy sounding. (laughs) Um, but I, I, I am a huge fan of Nine Inch Nails, so I listen to them quite a lot, but some other bands I've listened to are like, uh, oh, God, sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just losing my mind here,
3: (laughs) (laughs) Another band that I really listen to that I've kind of, uh, come back to is Strangers, um, spelled with a v kind of like churches yeah yeah. it has a v they're really good um their song tension i listen to quite a lot um what else we got here a lot of pop guys i've listened to some deftones this year too just not the newer stuff like um i've heard that new song off their album but as far as um the rest of it i haven't really listened to it
1: There's a couple Um, of them. There's Urantia, which is really good, and Genesis, which is another one off the album. Is it one of those two?
3: I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember. I remember when the album came out, I was like, it's my duty as a Deftones fan to listen to this. And then I was just (laughs) like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so used to the older ones like White Pony and uh, Diamond Eyes. That's one of my most. Yeah,
1: Diamond Eyes. White Pony got a remaster as well a couple of months back. Yeah,
3: yeah uh, that's eh. right. I was going to talk about Taylor Swift, but I've talked about it so much because like, that's the album that spoke to me most this year. And um, it just came out of nowhere, like literally. <laughs> Taylor Swift was just like, you know, I've just been inside all this time and uh, here's an album. I'm, just- <laughs> I'm going to bless you all. And then a few months later she released, uh, or I don't remember how much later it was, she released... Uh, evermore which is yeah. so a great album
0: just like bopping out two at once and they're both terrible
1: wow is, is she the first artist to release two albums in the same year for the past for a long time
3: I, i've never really it, hear of artists doing that but i mean
1: yeah a yeah, few have uh, but i remember the uh, manics did it and guns yeah. and roses and that's about it I guess when you've got all this
0: time, you know, and you're really passionate about what you do, like uh, there's not really much else.
4: I know. 2021, I think there's going to be loads of fucking music.
1: No. <laughs> you know who did it last year? Foles released two albums last year. Foles did it. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah.
3: And another band I don't know if many of you've heard of is Ghost. Um, it used to be called Ghost B C. And now they they just go by Ghost. Um one of my favorite bands I saw them live um they came out I think maybe it was this year maybe it was late last year don't kill me but (laughs) they came out with two singles Mariana Cross and Kiss the Go Goat and Mariana Cross is like I don't know they kind of tried to take it back to like it's kind of like early early rock sounds it's it's kind of like psychedelic almost Mm. um but Mariana Cross has to be my favorite song of the year, probably. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like really unprepared. Kill me. Burn me at <laughs> the stake.
1: That that's usually Will.
0: We're, well. we're all unprepared. You, know? you don't. No need to. No need to. No need to worry. I know. But it's okay. funny that you,
4: it's funny that you say like how you you listen listen to a lot of the stuff that you used to listen to when you were a teenager because I literally am the same like i will still go back and listen to so much stuff that's why i think i think it was only the pandemic this year that's that sort of made me think like do you know what i've got all this time let's li- let's like chuck on some albums that's why i'm around the house let's listen to some new stuff mm.
2: right but yeah. i do
4: exactly the same like i just listen i still yeah. listen to a lot of a lot of stuff that i used to listen to when i was like 17. <laughs> yeah well,
2: i've done that yeah. as well this year i have,
0: yeah. I have a great have throwback playlist i've got a great throwback playlist it's got some uh four years strong on there in a party system <laughs> elliot minor <laughs> uh hollywood undead i've got on there and then I've Ugh, just, and then, then it changes act to like uh you know um like uh jamelia and uh big brothers <laughs> <Is it Jamelia? laughs> big
1: brothers oh my god
4: i remember that bad. they were dreadful
0: there's oh, it... baby cakes on <laughs> there oh baby cakes baby cakes you, you just, just don't know no mm. god yeah i'm feeling hey, no you should put that on. song <laughs>
3: i just like go through phases like i mean some days i just want to throw on an 80s playlist and listen to 80s music and then i i don't know i just i just tend to go back to the same old things like i'll try to listen to some new stuff and i'm just like this isn't familiar to me
0: (laughs) this isn't safe
3: i'll tell you guys my issue my issue with trying to remember things i've listened to this year has to do with the fact that i've been listening to serial killer podcasts for like the past month Oh my god! <laughs> that's all I can wow. think about.
4: <laughs> I have even been out and about to, like listening to that like <laughs> down the street. Oh shit! Just driving,
3: driving, um, driving down the road, driving to work. I'm just listening to it, and I. <laughs> it's a good thing it's wintertime because sometimes I drive with the windows down. I can't imagine if someone like pulled up next to me and it's just like. <laughs> it's he like then decapitated like it. The motor yeah. December, as they pulled
1: so up yeah.
4: next to. They took out the axe and decapitated her in front of her car.
1: Are you, are you hosting the podcast, the Serial Killer podcast, Ben? That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> they dishevelled the body, burned it, chopped it up into pieces and buried it in a river.
0: So just, just releasing some rage, some inside rage there. <laughs> they, they chopped it up it. and they <laughs> chopped it in the river, the Thames. What? What?
1: <laughs>
4: He was so sick of homeschooling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the nightmare with homeschooling. <laughs>
3: I mean, I guess other Soft. podcasts count as media, but we're talking about music, so. Uh,
0: the only Hold podcasts, on a bit. The only podcast that matters <laughs> is uh, podcast out there. <laughs> Listener, if you listen so, to other podcasts, how dare you? <laughs>
3: Yeah,
4: I know. <laughs> Kill me. Bring me The Kuru knew that she listened to other podcasts.
3: So <laughs> oh, God. That was pretty good, Ben. Jesus. So, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. Nice. Listeners, if there's anybody that
1: needs someone for voiceovers for serial killer podcasts, <laughs> is available.
3: Hey, I'm down for a zero killer podcast. There's plenty of them out there.
4: We could do one, couldn't we? I'm
0: sure we could. Uh, we could. See, the problem, the problem, the problem with that kind of podcast is you really have to research it and have a bunch of facts ready to rock, you know, and uh, timelines. I got the
3: psychology down pat, guys. I can talk about yeah. the psychology. Well, see. <laughs> see, some
1: people do say they want to die after listening to our podcast, so you know. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Just will. Just will. will. I can listen to it twice at least. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
3: guys, we went way off track there.
0: Well, still, still, it's still audio <laughs> yes. waves into your ears, isn't it? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, okay, Sam, what is your uh song that you would like to play?
3: Mary on the Cross by Ghost.
0: Let me, let me write it down.
4: You didn't, you didn't play that one, did you?
0: No. No, I did not. Okay. I was gonna
3: pick a Taylor Swift song, but then I was just like, you know what? not gonna do it i want something more upbeat this time i'm always picking depressing songs and make people want to just eat themselves <laughs> off a building
0: poor insomniac every time he finishes the podcast he's just ready he's ready to leave <laughs> love you dan i, know you're, to people, I yeah. know
4: you're listening
1: i know you're
0: listening and i miss you i keep inviting him on but he's like no i don't want i don't want to
1: oh let's do uh, the yeah. next one oh. there should be five of us yeah getting back he um, can take I'm my five place
3: five since i'm banned now, now. <laughs> no no you're, <laughs> on, <here>. no.
0: you're <laughs> on it for life anyway so well uh, well thank you for joining us today podcasts will resume as normal in february the normal can normal, i just us? say
1: the last thing the last <laughs> thing as well I didn't mention in, the, in my he's thing got but still,
0: still... <laughs> he's been he's... waiting to pounce <laughs> he's he's
1: like, meeting what? Kelly Jones was the coolest thing wait I oh, know there you go <laughs> just meeting Kelly Jones with the stereophonics was still the coolest oh, thing yes. oh that's right of yes. course Yeah.
0: you you might call that your uh, your uh, media moment of the month J-Mo
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a media moment of the year <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. segment <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
4: just, just, what, just what you joke right I do genuinely think gaming moment of the month was our best
1: segment <laughs> yeah <laughs> gaming it, it Binary Abyss that was yeah. one as
0: well Binary Abyss was really good oh I put a lot of work into that podcast you know and it was just basically just room 101 but in, in fancy clothes
3: still <laughs> so we're going to start a serial killer podcast that we're going to do a great yeah, game. <laughs>
2: Let's oh, do a dear. story. We that each have. Let's that. do
1: a story. We each have a role in the story to play. So we're like a proper book. Audio. It'll go like
3: this. It'll go like reading. this.
0: I'll be the voiceover.
3: <laughs> they they lured Will into the alley and they all stabbed him twenty times each. <laughs> oh
1: God, <laughs> oh,
3: Dumped his body what? into the dumpster. <laughs>
2: Lord.
1: he came back yeah. he came back from the dumpster
2: dead,
1: and he invaded our dumps. dreams with hinko minko and all this other v juice <laughs> <laughs>
0: hinko minko <laughs> i feel like is there, a, is there a is there a is there
4: a moment between us where where one of us has nearly died
0: Oh, oh yeah, mate, you, you, you fucking screaming out about that fucking deer that came down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean genuinely. I don't have think... we ever had a moment like that? I don't think so, mate. Have we. <laughs> we?
3: Thank goodness. Several.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, me and Sam, fucking owl flying at the car in the middle of the night while we were fucking <laughs> driving down the road. Yeah.
4: <sighs> anyway, Frost murders.
0: Old... Ow, cross, next Frost murders. That owl I will never forget.
3: Yeah, well that takes over from Owl twenty twenty Fuss gardening.
1: Yeah. No more Fuss gardening, we've got fuss murders instead.
3: I'm telling you, I get I get into the stories, I really do. It's it's probably not healthy.
0: <laughs> if I don't if I don't come back from America, you know what happened, alright guys? Oh my god. <laughs> I don't the think I could ever point point commit murder, honestly
3: i just think it's fascinating like why people decide to do that kind of thing like just anyway
0: <laughs> anyway thank you for joining us as i said before yes and uh podcast will resume um, normally just, in, in
1: just f- on that my <laughs> wife would probably say that i had to commit murder to me loads of times <laughs>
2: oh dear
0: oh dear anyway bye Wait. for now Wait. sorry. Go ahead. What has happened to this podcast? I don't know what how is, I'm going to end this because the, the whole end is just uh, like the last like five minutes it's just been a, a clusterfuck of uh, yep. talking over each other. Amazing chat. Uh, Amazing random chat. What were you going to say Sam?
3: Nothing. I just did it to annoy you.
0: Oh, that's fair. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We'll see you next time. Bye for now my friends.
3: Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Aye. God! (laughs) You sound like you're about to throw up just a whole fucking uh, bag of gravel.
2: Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)